0: way John.
1: People, what's up? We have today Violet Myers, who is a verified porn star on Pornhub. She is up for three Pornhub awards. All three of Violet's nominations are from her massive popularity on the iconic site. She is currently ranked in the top 20 and has over 201 million video views and 302,000 subscribers. One of the most searched, subscribed, and liked performers on the site. Her love of anime and cosplay also led her to start her own YouTube channel. When she's not working for a major adult studio or filming content for her OnlyFans and clip stores, you will find her shooting for her YouTube channel, working on her influencer status, modeling clothes, appearing in music videos, and enjoying the finest in anime. And of course, adopting cats. Violet, what's up? How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I always love the guests that ask me. I say this all the time. Normally, I ramble a whole lot about you. And then I say, what's up? How you doing? And they just go, yeah, I'm cool. And they don't ask about me. So thank you. I am also good. We have a lot to talk about. Um, you know, you have a very unique job in and in a probably a very unique life. And I, I, I shouldn't say job because much like you, I do a whole lot. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a soccer player. We, we run this other YouTube business. We do some stuff with languages and, and all this other stuff, you know? So to give us some background, can you please tell us how one gets to this point? What does this... How how, how do we get here? Why here? Why is Violet top 20 in Pornhub? How does this happen?
0: Um, you know, it all starts with, you know, being a viewer. I grew up kind of like... not. I didn't grow up watching it, but like, you know, I was always curious and I love this fantasy of just being a porn star. I remember just being in college. I was torn on what I wanted to do because originally I was in school for clinical psychology, but I've always been really a very sexual person. So I always thought this was like the perfect industry for me. You know, I was I started off doing webcaming and going to school. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to bring my audience, I wanted to broad my audience and get bigger in the cam world. And so I started doing adult. I just made a tweet saying I wanted to be a porn star. I got recruited. And then ever since then, ever since 2018, I've really been doing this. It all started because I just wanted to gain more followers and a following on my cam.
1: Okay. So it starts with a tweet. You sent out a tweet. Let's 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 details on this. You you sent out a tweet says I want to be a porn star. A lot of people s- say a lot of stuff on Twitter, and it yeah. doesn't end up in them becoming a massively, you know, uh, popular porn star. So after that happens, y- you go to your first shoot, or you, you say you get recruited. Like
0: yeah, I got recruited. Tell me
1: what this is like because this is not different. This is going to be a whole lot different yeah, I than I'm. Uh, what's that like?
0: It's so different. Like usually you can just put in an application, just like a porn companies or to work with or whatever but I was just tweeting like I want to be a porn star Like, just you know I didn't think anybody was going to see it and then my agent his recruiter that he had people recruiting on social media and sexy jobs uh he found me on Twitter just normal girls on Twitter I used to post like sexy things on my Twitter Mm -hmm. so maybe that's kind of what helped me but no he just found me he was like hey um get on a call with me let's talk and this was like a verified porn star like he has, he he was helping my agent at the time so that's pretty much how he discovered me and like it it was like a four-hour phone call with me and my mom we were just uh-huh. making sure everything was legit and then the next day i flew to florida and started my career
1: wow okay yeah. how quickly to have this meteoric rise and i mean there's got to be a huge difference between what you were doing when you first started and what yeah. you do now because when you have success in any field you start to be able to choose you can kind of kind of make some more rules about what you do when you do all these sort of things so at the beginning it had to have been like all right do I just do this because it's what I gotta do you I mean you always seem to have had the vision in place are you at a place now where you're basically okay i I feel like I'm running I'm running the shit like i I know what's up you know or how, how did that I'm more curious about like this day-to-day process also of, you know, what do you do when like how, let's let's go back. Let's go back since I'm rambling on about all this stuff. What is a normal shoot day like for a porn star? Like you wake up in the morning, you're like, I got to get my Cheerios in. You treat it like a game. Got to work yeah. out. Like how, how does that work?
0: Well, we do call ourselves sexual athletes because, you know, having sex is a sport really like you are getting okay. a lot of cardio in. So in um, my normal day, usually it's I'll get a call time. So usually they're in between like 8 to 9 a.m., sometimes even 7 a.m. So I have to wake up like at 5.30 to wake up. Um, usually I like to schedule my workout days um, in between shoots. So if I have a shoot on Monday, I'll work out the day before or after. But I'll wake up, take a shower, um, eat breakfast. I usually get like Starbucks. I don't really cook I don't, I don't like to cook for a shoot. I like to eat something light, but like super heavy on protein and have my caffeine because those are long days. Okay. Yeah. Especially when there's a script, it can be an all day type of thing. So I just like to, you know, get up early, shower and just get my food and then head to set. Usually it's in the Valley. So I'm in LA and driving to the Valley from LA is like 45 to an hour drive. So I have to make sure I'm up early, but I'm a morning person. So I'm usually up already. Okay. Um, and then when i get to set um get my hair and makeup done they check our tests first no actually they first check our tests and then right. like our covid test and our our std test and then we can do hair and makeup give us our script or usually we'll have the script beforehand and then we get to shooting choosing our outfits and for people that don't know we actually bring our own stuff to sets unless it's like a specific scene that they have in mind uh-huh. like a costume um we have to bring our own lingerie, our own shoes, our own clothes. Sometimes we have to bring our own makeup in case um, there's a different shade that we have, or if the makeup artist isn't that great, we have to do our own touch-ups. So it's a very – it's kind of like a Hollywood set, really, but it's just a set.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, Do you – are you nervous about having sex in front of a bunch of people? Like, did that ever –
0: Yeah, I still get really nervous um, because I – I it's just you know I even if I've been in this for like a few years it still gets like I I still get like nervous and excited but like in a good way okay. especially like when there's like 10 people on set like I just don't like it when people record me cuz that mm. can be uncomfortable sometimes but for the most part I just once the cameras are on and I'm into it I don't give a fuck if there's 20 people watching right. me <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm really enjoying the scene because I really love to what i really love what i do and i love the fact that people watch me and they uh-huh. get to masturbate to me so i want to make sure i have like the best performance when they're right. about to, you know so
1: you're so you treat this exactly as as any artist would treat their scene that they have for you the sex scene for you you can break that down and just i'm trying to and what is that like what does that mean does it mean that you need to have a really good connection with who you're with? And I mean, you probably do solo stuff also, like how, how, how do you keep that? What makes, what, what do you, what do you feel like when you're given your best? You know, what is that actually like?
0: Yeah, I love it. So there's two different parts. So when, if I'm doing a solo, I'm like super making, I'm like really heavy into it with the eye contact on the camera and making sure Uh like the viewer really feels like, like, man, this person's really into like fucking themselves. And then when I'm doing like my my boy girl scenes, my threesome, my girl girls, like all those kind of scenes, um, I definitely like to get to know the person, like hang out with them for a little bit. Like if we're if it's two girls, mm-hmm. we like to do our hair and makeup together. We um, we're talking, getting to know each other. We know our boundaries. Um, I like to like say a no and like a do's and don'ts. So like, what do you like? Um, what don't you like? So I don't cross those boundaries, and it's not awkward. Yeah. Um, but I like to get into it. So like if the person isn't really into it, I'll like try to hide that and not. It's because it's really mental. But what I like to tell them is like, hey, people are gonna be masturbating to this. I love to give a great performance. Like my sexual life on camera and off camera told two different things because I like to be a performer. I like to do all these tricks and get super sloppy and do all these things. Versus like in my private life, I'm very just like intimate and I don't. Right. I like kissing. But when I'm on camera, I like to be a beast. Like, I like, and that's, that's when Violet comes out. And I feel like that's why I've been top 20, because they okay. can see it. Like, I'm not just doing it for money. Like, I fucking love fucking.
1: Right, right. So then you, you said that, like, okay, Violet likes to be a beast and likes to do all these things. Do you have yeah. something you're known for? Like, do you have, uh, like, what are you, what do people, or what are your fans? Are they like, oh, shit, Violet is the greatest at? Sucking dick. Sucking dick. Okay. Okay, so blowjobs are just like your
0: a hundred percent, like because okay. uh, I have like I just naturally have a lot of saliva, so okay. I use that to my advantage when I'm doing the the blowjobs, and I I'm like one of those girls who just genuinely enjoys giving it. I don't I don't like okay. receiving it by like giving.
1: Say that again. I didn't hear you. Sorry.
0: I don't like receiving. I like giving. Okay,
1: I see. So that sort of so that act of the performance is the thing that really. Gets you yeah. going and that's what you become known for. That is interesting. Okay. I've
0: had, I've had people say like they don't, they usually skip that part, but like for me, for my videos are like, I have to watch that. Like I can uh-huh. just watch that and, not, and then go to the sex and then like, no, again.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, before I, I'll, I'll come back to this, because I'm, I'm, I'm curious on how your mind works on all these things. Do you have greater aspirations in the sense of, okay, now I've achieved this goal. You know, I was, when I was younger, I wanted to be a porn star. Boom, you got there, right? You know, uh, I don't know when you feel, and obviously you're still going to be working on your craft, trying to be better, always, always getting better. But what's next? Do you, are you going to transition this into a, uh an acting career on on outside of the adult film industry are you more curious or interested in all the stuff that you're doing outside with your anime with your YouTube and influencer are you going to start the clothing line like how are you going to do this like what is the real goal here
0: so um realistically I've always wanted to be a philanthropist I didn't really think I was going to be like a porn star because I was going to school for clinical psychology so one of my goals was no matter what I was doing was to just help people and give back because, like, that's basically how I've always been as a little kid. So, growing up, I didn't really think I was gonna be a porn star, but you know, even like life just takes you random places, but you know, you just kind of have yeah. to like go with it and just figure it out. But I've always wanted to help people. So, you know, um, doing this and realizing I have a platform, I realistically, I wanna be like an influencer, but. I want to like help people. So eventually when I'm done and everything, I would love to like go back into like the industry, but like be offset, be like the off camera and just like kind of help girls um, and guys too, like that are still figuring out what they want to do, help them with like their management and money and business, helping them grow a platform outside of the adult industry. So they're set and they don't have to rely on shooting and they 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 make their money outside of it so i've kind of learned to like wanting to be like a manager and just like and not an agent but just kind of help girls like run their only fans or run their sides or do something for them to help them grow into this popularity that i've been able to have because i did this all on my own a lot of people doubted me they were like there's no way this girl's gonna be like big but you know me being like a super nerd kind of like helped me a lot and showed my personality and i feel like a lot of girls that's what they need is kind of guidance and sure. i would love to do that and just make money off of that just helping people and eventually i would love to like go to like mexico or go to other places and. Just like help people, because there's this like guy I follow on TikTok. He goes to like uh so, like South America and he goes to Mexico and he just builds houses. He gives money to people and like he helps him and his followers. Like they they donate and they help him achieve all these stuff. So that's like kind of where I'm going towards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, and just running my own businesses. I got like, you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 clearly have the entrepreneurial bug. Uh, and, uh, it takes a lot of drive and ambition and I'm sure, I don't know how cutthroat the industry is, but I can imagine in any place where you're, you're competing, like, you know, I'm, I'm as a soccer player growing up, it's just, you know, the agents do this, coaches do this. There's mon- lots of money involved and, you know, and things just get, they, they get messy. Right. And it's really easy to quit. It's really easy to get caught up in the dark side of sports and that's exactly what I wanted to ask you about because there's a dangerous side to this industry.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, did you experience any of that in in the come up?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I've been around some like crazy like people, um, like bad influences. Um, you know, it, it, you really are who you surround yourself with. So you know, I've had to cut off a lot of people because in the beginning when I started, a lot of people that I was friends with were hooked on drugs and they were making all this money. So they were just, that's what they wanted to spend their money on. But I was really lucky where I had like an agent that really took care of me and made sure, you know, that's not what was going to be my path. And I was kind of innocent going into it too, because I still find myself kind of innocent because I'm still learning a lot of sexual things, but I've always watched it, but never really gone into it. It can be really really scary especially when you get invited to parties and then you know there's Mm -hmm. people that are offering you all these things and especially when people offer you money to do things that you don't feel comfortable with doing so i've kind of just learned to have a strong head and have good people around me so i don't fall into that because you can fall into it easily we have so much access to all these things um but i choose to have a strong head because I i have a lot of people that i support so i if i fall into everything everything crashes and a lot of people depend on me. So I can't really fall into that.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, that goes back to what I was saying to have the entrepreneurial bug. Like if you have this sort of ambition, like you do, that's greater than, you know, where you're at right now, it's going to keep you pretty straight and pretty set up on, on, you know, what to do and how to do and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I want to kick it off to some other stuff just to give you some background on us as well because we also have a similar idea. That's for us, right? I mean, we're soccer players. A lot of the guys in our uh, company, they one of them actually plays on my my team right now. But we we have something else. It's called Golarmy Languages, uh, which is I speak nine languages uh, mm-hmm. fluently. And so on, on our TikTok, for instance, all you'll see is right now either soccer stuff or me running around the streets surprising people by speaking a whole bunch of different languages. So you, you picked Spanish. What's your what's your background? Are you Hispanic by chance?
0: Yeah, I'm Mexican. But You're Mexican. My, yeah, I'm I'm not fully Mexican. I'm half Mexican. Okay. So my dad comes from Turkish descent. But I'm I would say I'm I don't okay. really have my dad in my life. So I say I'm full Mexican even though I don't really <laughs> look it
1: Okay. Okay. Have you I, I had two preseasons in Guadalajara, uh, Mexico, which is awesome. Actually, and I would love to to get back there. But uh, do you do you speak any other languages by chance?
0: Yeah, I speak English and Spanish.
1: You being English and Spanish. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Well, a- apart from what's going on, you obviously have the anime and the cosplay and and all that stuff. Can I ask you a question about about OnlyFans? You're on OnlyFans, yes. Yes. So there was this. I don't remember which celebrity it was. It's not Jennifer Lawrence. There was a celebrity that was on OnlyFans that. A lot of the, let's say, amateur users yeah. on OnlyFans were pissed off about because she was sucking away all of the, either the money, the attention, She was the rates were, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember who that was?
0: Bell Thorne.
1: Bella Thorne, Bella Thorne. Okay. So, I mean, you are in a different category though as someone on OnlyFans, right? Because you have a lot of things that are you're able to sustain, the YouTube channel, the modeling, uh, all this other other stuff. What's your take on this on OnlyFans for those people? And what's your take on OnlyFans for girls just growing up in general? Like, you know, 20 years ago, something like this did not exist. And now you have a whole world where women are able to earn money, uh become influence become influential you know and and really start doing things way outside so what's your take on this is this a good thing or a bad thing for the younger generation or how how do you see it
0: um you know it's a mix it can be a mix because i think it's i feel like it's great because women can be and men too can be financially free Mm -hmm. so when OnlyFans came out we didn't have to rely on just shooting professional scenes and i love the fact that girls who are not into the who are not in the adult industry are getting their hands on it because they're able to like see like and make their own money and make uh, like be creative in a way whether they're doing adult content or not but you know the, the the bad thing can be you know when girls see like oh they're making so much money and it's easy access like as soon as they turn 18 start taking my clothes off and I feel like it, it, they should really think about if this is a good idea or not since you know once you're out there you're out there and your job it can if you want to do this for money i think they should like wait and think about it seriously until they're like in their 20s cuz i didn't start doing what i did until i was like 22 mm-hmm. so i was able to kind of figure out what i wanted to do in life so before i do this jump into this kind of world you it it, it can be mentally a lot because you're now people from your school are going to contact you and like see your nudity i've had people like harass me from high school trying to like leak my personal info it can be it can be dangerous so like when girls see us making that much money it's not like that for everybody that's called only fans because you have a fan base you know so i feel like it can be good and bad because now like 18 year olds are gonna want to like take their clothes off and do this and then once they turn 20 they want to stop and they just not that they ruined their life, but they kind of just, they regret it. (sighs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're not in that, you're not in that boat though. Uh, and you know, uh, and I, and I get that. So there are all these interesting philosophical discussions that one can have about women involved in the adult film industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the classics and I've got another question here, which we're going to be, basically debunking myths or, you know, the stuff that people qu- kind of understand or do understand, you know, ask a porn star, I guess we'll just call that segment. But, yeah. uh, there's this philosophical debate on what drives women to be in there. And and based on what you're saying to me, I mean, you, you've heard this. I mean, there's no way that, that this is news to you, right? They're going to say, uh, issues with the growing up, either daddy issues, uh, right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, abuse possibly they will, yeah. they will say, um, you know, uh, I can't think of some of the other stereotypes, but There's a lot. based on the fact that you're in and you, you have friends, I assume that are also, you know, porn stars or just getting into the business or have been in the business for a long time. Do you find that to be true at all? Or,
0: you know, what? I was, I was the same way. I was like, why are these girls getting into it? They, like, but when you get into the scene, you're like, Oh wow. These are like, business people these are professionals a lot of for like the reason why I did it was because I was just a horny person you know but you know when you when you get into it you kind of like you have to switch to business because at the end of the day yeah you're having sex but at the, at this point you have to like you're already out there so you might as well make a name for yourself and you know make a career out of what you do but it, it, you have to have a business mindset because you have to be on social media You have to make, create like your brand basically, because once you start getting those fans, you're going to want to make money out of that because this can literally end forever. The Adonto Street can shut down at any time. So I can't give you a reason why a lot of people want to get into it. But I know for a lot of us, it's because, you know, we're sexually liberated people. We just feel like this is like our home because growing up, I was always very sexually frustrated and i've always wanted to have sex and i felt like i had the skills for it so and there's no girls that look like me so that's kind of the reason why i wanted to do it too Um, so so people can have someone like their imagination to like a big booty latina or whatever because there's always a specific look they go for um but there's a lot of stereotypes about reason like reasonings why i i have met girls where it's unfortunate where they you know they have like uh trauma and stuff that kind of like eventually led them into this because of the money but for the most part a lot of people see it as a business opportunity to get your name out there and get like Mm -hmm. fame and followers so you can create more opportunities and businesses for yourself that you can't just do like if you go to school
1: yeah yeah of course and i mean and it's Quicker to some degree, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's probably aspects of the job, and that's kind of where I wanted to go. There's aspects of the job because people just look at it and say, "Oh, you're just having sex on screen, right?" They're just gonna, uh-huh. or like, like you know,
0: easy.
1: Uh, yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be easy, right? Uh, and so it's not. <laughs> so you're, you're telling oh, me it's not.
0: Oh, oh my god! You know what they to- you know what Ricky Johnson told me when I first got into the industry?
1: Who's that? Who's that? I don't no, know.
0: He's a very popular male porn star. So. Okay. I was new, I was living in this model house like with a bunch of porn stars, and I was maybe like a few weeks into the industry, and he's like, you're either going to make it in six months or you're not going to make it. So in between those six months, create a name for yourself, stand out, don't just rely on your performance, do something that's going to make people remember you. So that's what I remember from the beginning, and that's kind of what stuck to me to kind of like create this brand of Violet Myers.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, you mentioned living in a model house,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: this model house is full of women in the adult film business or actual models. Yeah.
0: No, porn stars. It was a porn, porn star. stars.
1: So a bunch of porn stars just live in a house. What's yeah, that like?
0: A sorority. It was honestly it was great because I didn't get to be in a sorority in college, but That's I will true. say it was really hard because a lot of girls are freaking dirty. But it was cool too because this house was owned by Cam Soda and Reality Kings, which is my Geek that owns like browsers and all of them. Yeah. Okay. So. Basically, it was a live stream that people can literally watch me sleep 24-7. It was a different experience for sure, yeah. but it kind of huh. helped me too because a lot of my fans, when I was new, they got to see like me basically living in this webcam house. I mean, you could even go look at it right now on this like website on Camp Soda. It was a yeah. voyeur house I was living in. It was cool because I was like – I was freshly single, and like I was out of high school. I was high, out of high school. I'm sorry, out of college. I was on summer oh. break, so like it felt like a sorority house. I got to be with like a bunch of porn stars who are like my age, and right, just like have friends that do what I do, and also like they they enjoy what they do, and it was cool. It was like living in a sorority house, but with like porn stars.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're around a bunch of like minded people who are trying to get better at what they're what they're doing. I'm trying to make a. And- if we go back to that so like we said a bunch of people think that maybe it's a little tough or sorry that it's not that it's not so tough maybe they think it's tough mentally I think people can understand that because right you're yeah. meeting someone you may not know who you're having sex with that day very well right and that's a consistent thing so first off I'm curious how many shoots like what's a de- like is it like do you have to grind like an everyday thing like, boom, seven days. It's just like every day, new person, new people, new experiences. Or is it like, a okay, now I'm just one month. I'm going to do one, two. Or what's, what's the schedule like?
0: It really depends on the girl. Because if the girl's like really in high demand, she can work every single day. Wow. But um, yeah, I know. And like have a day in between. But for me, um, it was different. I would only shoot like maybe four times a month. It wasn't really a lot. And most of the time... I was working with the same people. Um, It was kind of, you know, what's great? We get to, we get a call sheet. So, Mm -hmm. what the call sheet has, it's like the date, the time, the person you're going to be working for. Sometimes what you have to bring to set. So, we do our research. Um, Like, if I'm working with a specific guy that I haven't worked for, I haven't worked with, I'll look him up on Pornhub or Twitter and see how big his dick is and how he performs. And then we usually meet on set and we get to talk. But I've had, I've had times where I didn't know who I was working with because the person that I was supposed to work with canceled, so I would go on set and not know who I'm working with until they would get there. So wow. it really depends on the set, really.
1: Okay. Then, of all the things that you've heard about porn stars working in the film industry, what is something that we, on the outside, have no idea that happens every time at a set? Or what are the things that maybe happen often? You know? because I can remember like being in high school, there's always the talk of the fluffer, right? There's a fluffer. Yeah. There's like that. Is that real? Like, no, <laughs> no, no, you know, no. who
0: is their hand. Or if the girl's like really nice and like huh? she wants to she'll like suck his dick to get him hard. Right. Um, but for the most part, you have to come on set. Like either you have a Viagra or you huh. shoot your dick um, because you have to keep it hard. Right. I think, I, I always say this because it's like the male porn star goes through a lot than the girls. Cause we can put loop. We can sure. use it. But the right. guy, like he has to keep it hard. Even if he wants to come, he can't come. Like the, the director right. tells you when to come. <laughs> like you're just the dick. Like yeah. I always say, you're just my dick because people yeah, are going to yeah. be using your dick to masturbate because they're thinking they're fucking me. So I'm sorry. Like, right. Like, like we don't, we don't really love each other. Like it's- how
1: long does that go? Like how long does a guy have to actually,
0: um Jay Hart, so, on average. Well, um, so for pictures, so this is what we do. So we do pretty girls. This is what we call it. So our pretty girls are like the pictures that they use for promo and for the box covers and the stills. So the still the sex stills are like we go through all we run through all the positions that we're gonna do on video, but we take pictures of it. So like when they right. do a screen grab on Pornhub or on a on a website, that's the picture that they use. Okay. So that's what a date like we take photos and then video. Depending on the company, they'll do the opposite. But for the most part, 99% of the time, we do photos and then video. And for video, they put us in the most uncomfortable positions. It's, uh-huh. um, you know, in our sex life, we would not be fucking a certain, like, reverse mm-hmm. doggy where it's, like, the girl's, like, in the front and you watch her tits bounce while she's, yeah. like, right. Like, that's not real. Like, they, they, that's just for camera. And I didn't mm-hmm. know that
1: okay because
0: i never really had sex like that but in video right. you have to do that especially when you have like big natural tits or like mm. big tits in general they love those positions for us i see so there's like certain positions that we they put us in depending on the body type and the girl if she's like a flexible tiny petite girl they're gonna lift her up if they're if she's a thick girl they're gonna have her in 69 but like spreading in a different like angle. So you could see the penetration, but also see like the, the POV and the, right. it's a lot. It's a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get that obviously because also yeah. these directors and people behind it, it's... they've got to be worrying about all sorts of things that mm-hmm. we're not thinking of, you know, it's yeah. just a whole new, whole new world. But, uh, you mentioned like art, then guys just straight up t- by the way, you didn't answer the question. How long? Ooh. So how long?
0: Ooh, They have to keep their dick hard for uh, like maybe one or two hours.
1: One or two hours. Okay. And these guys work, how much did they work? Do they work about the same, Mm
0: -hmm. like you guys? So we get to, we get to set, they get to set like maybe two to four hours after we do, because we have to get hair and makeup done. We have to take our pictures. But once we, once the guy gets there, Mm
1: -hmm. it's time to
0: go, like it's time to shoot the scene. I see. But I, they have to keep their dick hard like in the sex for at least an hour.
1: At least an hour. Because
0: they, they like the sex to run for like 30 to 45 minutes in the scene.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So in between those times, you have to keep your dick hard. Because we're moving positions, oh. we're moving to the couch, to the bed. Oh. But you have to keep it hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: So are you, there's got to be a whole lot of funny, does anything come to your mind just in general that is just like, dead-ass funny of, of shit that's happened to you while you were filming? Was there a guy that absolutely, it just didn't work? Or is there a girl that was just laughing at, at a guy? Or is there yeah. you laughing with two girls? Like, w- there's got to be some crazy, funny stories that have happened to you. Does anything yeah. come to mind?
0: Yeah, like, whenever we have to read scripts, and they're, like, ridiculous. Um, where there was one where the, the guy, like, he, w- he was, like, he I was a nurse, and... Oh. And the dude had, like, this, like, fake, like, his head, like, got crushed. And it's, like, some, and he had, like, what are those called? I don't even know. But, like, he broke his leg or something. And it right, was just, right. like, it was hard to keep, a like, a serious face because we kept laughing. So, like, just, like, reading, most of the time it's, like, the script or, like, if we, like, I queef or fart or, like, <laughs> yeah. um that can be awkward too because i'm just like if you I guys fall, not just
1: Do you have to just keep going like do you have to just power through that moment or you can you laugh? like take a second and laugh because it's like we could, okay yeah,
0: we could take a second and laugh oh, and then yeah. in because we we all like it's work we don't want to yeah depending on like the shoot location and everything we're rushed so i mean i've had like oh i had an awkward where i almost broke a guy's dick this happens a lot where i was right happens
1: a lot what
0: happened? Oh no! This is not. I thought I was like the only person. I was like, oh my yeah. god, I almost broke. Like I was so embarrassed. But the, my friends are like, no, it happened to me too. You're fine. Okay. Where I was in a riding position, I was getting really into it. Okay. And the guy's dick, like, went, went like, <sighs> like, like curved back. Oh no. And he legit, like, was crying. Like <sighs> I'm, like I could, like he almost broke his dick. well <sighs> so That can happen, like, or when the guy comes too fast. Oh my god, that's like so
1: awkward what does that happen on the scene? Like, does the director just walk in and just be like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Like, uh, like in a certain position, like that he, I guess the talent loves or whatever he comes and like, it it can fuck things up because you're just like, well, great. Now we have to wait for him to get hard again. Cause you know, once it comes, you have to give him a space
1: to get
0: hard again. So that, that, that can be like awkward. Cause you're like, I'm into it. The guy, the guy thinks like, you're actually like into it with him when really I'm just putting on a performance. Like I don't really like you, but you know your dick feels good. But so it's like that,
1: then 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 I got a, I got a question for that. So because this is uh, honestly a really unique opportunity. So when we as guys are seeing porn and we see our all your reactions and all that stuff, nothing, nothing's real. Nothing. Everything you're you're putting out there as a, as a porn star. All your looks, all your stuff, all the intimacy, all the look in there. Nothing, huh? Uh,
0: you know what? It's real in the moment, but when you when those cameras turn off, I'm like, I go to the restroom or I go hang out on my phone. Like I don't. And
1: you're just like whatever.
0: I don't like you like that. You're just like we're both we're both performers. We're both here for work. We're both you know here to make a name for ourselves. So I don't really like. Obviously, it's real because it's sex, but like sure. it's. Is not real because I'm not really into it like that. But I do, I I do get in the moment where I'm like kissing them and I'm in the moment. But once those cameras are off, it's I I, I don't I'm really into it. Yeah, I separate. I have a oh. separation of real and fantasy. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh is there a scene or is there something that you haven't yet done that you're hopeful for? Do you have like a dream? set of people that you want to work with or is there like a dream scene of some kind that you're working towards or
0: um like I'm actually looking forward to whenever I do my first gangbang scene Um, yeah that's something I really look forward to because I've I've never really experienced that in real life Uh so whenever that does happen I'm looking forward to that because that's gonna be like I love watching it like not masturbating to it but i love watching gangbang scenes because i just Uh think they're so hot right so i just especially with hentai like i love watching gangbang hentai so like seeing like that's like something i look forward to in my career
1: is that not something i mean at your status because what's the average uh duration is it it really six months or like that like i said or
0: okay so i've already been i've been doing this for like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna be in doing this for like four years in September. So, you know, there is a lifespan to us, you know, it really depends on the person though. Like, I mean, yeah. like luckily for me, I've been able to hold out four years without doing anal. Okay. Um, you know, it just really depends on the popularity of the person really, because some girls they're rushed into doing it. And luckily I've been able to hold off on it. And because I hold off on it, I get the most money out of it because I I'm see. like, very established porn star I have my followers I have my fans I have all these networks of followings where because I have that I'm because I'm popular and very requested I'm able to hold out and I'm 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 gonna do it eventually but there is a lifespan to it like if you hold off for like a long time then obviously Uh you're kind of like you're it kind of you kind of fall off yeah you kind of fall off
1: I see. Okay. Um well in in that sense, so you don't necessarily have a set time then for you for when you're just going to be like, "All right, you know what? I made everything I need to make." Or maybe you have a number, I don't know. Maybe you just like, "All right, once I get to this point, uh I'm good. I've got my philanthropy cash bag, you know. Got my 100 mil, you know, and I'm um, I'm good." Or are you thinking I I could very well be you know someone who's in this industry for a good fifteen twenty twenty years. Would you be fine with that? No, no.
0: I I I love what I do, but honestly, like I I I want to have my own family. Like I would love like my one of my main goals in life is like I want to be a mom because sure. I'm the oldest of a lot of siblings, so that's like always been a goal of mine. But realistically, um, I still want to be in the industry, but I don't want to be a performer.
1: Gotcha.
0: So I want to be I originally I, I wanted to be a clinical psychologist, but I love I love movies and screenwriting. So maybe write some scripts for porn, direct, do something in the industry Um, still, like still be heavily active in it, but not be shooting. Gotcha. So for a performer, maybe, you know, maybe in the next. Le- I'm not going to be doing this for more than five years. I see. So like.
1: So you're almost I'm like, done.
0: No, no, no. I mean, like for five more years. Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Another five years. You know, because I, I told my fans when I start doing DPS and gangbangs, I'm out. Like peace That's out. Me. Like I did, I did what I need to do. I gave you guys that content, but I'm. I just want to do my own stuff. I love okay. doing YouTube. I love doing Twitch. I love shooting my own OnlyFans stuff. Uh-huh. So you know, those professional scenes will always be out there, but realistically, I want to travel. I want to shoot porn where I travel. I want to eat. I want to vlog and. When yeah. I do when you are doing professional mainstream porn, you have to be on a set schedule and I don't like that. I like to yeah. be I like to be like tomorrow I want to go to New York, but when you're shooting for companies you can't do that.
1: Right. You so where to- do you want to go and where do you where where is the world going to take you? Like you have you have a place where you want to live and get out to mm-hmm. and
0: yeah, I want to live in New York. I want to live in Japan for a while. Like, I just really was, like. I really want to live this anime girl lifestyle that I've already been living. But how have you
1: not up. started learning Japanese then?
0: Um, I, I know a little bit of Japanese because okay. I watch my my I watch my anime and hentai and subbed. Okay, so I know a little bit, but yeah. you know, um, I I do want to learn the language, and you know, it takes a while. I would love to go back to school and. Take that as one of my courses is Japanese. Um, so you know, I still have a lot of time. I'm still really young, but I do like to prepare myself for the future. But totally, those are one of my goals.
1: Okay, okay. So you you haven't been to Japan then yet?
0: You no, know, I. Yeah. You know what's funny? I've I've always wanted to go to Japan, but then I didn't have the money. And so when I got the money, this whole <sighs> lockdown happened, and <sighs> I'm too scared to fly overseas now. Like I don't yeah, even. Yeah, want- yeah. Or anything. I'm so scared
1: to fly. You're scared of flying. There's nothing to well, you've flown before.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the like cross country. In the US.
1: Okay. So yeah. your longest flight is maybe from LA to New York then, like five hours.
0: Mm-hmm. Like okay. six hours, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. I my longest probably 16. I think it was to South Korea. Wow. Uh, I've yeah. been to I've been to Japan. Oh, cool. You are going to love Japan. Oh, Everything about it is yeah. it's otherworldly. Like, I've been to Tokyo. Uh, mm. Tokyo is crazy. Mm-hmm. Everything is, I don't, I there, I can't use any other word besides, it's just crazy. People are really cool. Not a whole lot of English, uh, yeah. unless you're in the right setting, uh, you know. Um,
0: it's a shock, for sure.
1: Oh, total, total, total. But if you get a chance to, when you go there, and I cannot remember the name of the mountain, they took us up. I was there for a tournament, a soccer tournament, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they took us up in this crazy mountain just winding you know those places where you gotta uh, like you're driving on the edge of the cliff you know on the, with the to try and get there all the way up to there up to this mountain and i've never still in my life i've been to maybe like 60 70 countries uh i've never been in a place more peaceful than this it was just up in the middle of nowhere with this field it's yeah so anyway i second <laughs> that you definitely do have to go uh before we finish though why don't you tell everybody here what uh they're gonna find on your youtube channel and twitch and all this other stuff because i mean with your wider range of interests what yeah. to go where to go to see this did i see minecraft on your bio also as well like are you a gamer or
0: yeah i'm a gamer so i play, you play um,
1: fifa
0: i have i actually don't play sports games <laughs>
1: oh my god all right well when you play sports games sometime we'll have to play in fifa uh we're gonna try and do some stuff like that on Twitch and and all this stuff. But okay, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. What uh, do you, what's on Twitch?
0: So I honestly, I just stream video games. I do some. T- I've just started getting into doing e dates. So it's that? like e dates are like speed dating, but on the internet. It's like really funny. They're they're funny. Um, okay. But I just started doing that too with my with my porn friends. Like bring them with me to do the e dates, and I get them dates with like fans and like random <sighs> Twitch streamers. Okay. Okay, so but
1: like, are they streamed so we can watch you e date yeah, or? Yeah, you can oh, watch Okay,
0: it. I just did one recently on my channel. Um, if you're like a sub, you get to see like all the pre- all the previous streams I've done. I've done so you can watch it on there. But I just like to like be entertaining on Twitch because people get to finally see my personality because I'm like this super chill person. I'm just you know like a normal person. Right. I just happen to be a porn star. Like sometimes. <sighs> I get people watching me, and they're like, "You're a porn star." I didn't even know. The same yeah. with my YouTube. Like, I love I love food vlogs. Like, that's my thing on YouTube. I love watching food vloggers. So on my channel, I just do like food vlogging. I do anime reviews. I usually tell people what to watch um, for the season. Uh, just like lifestyle, just people getting to know me better and seeing that I'm actually a human and a normal person like everyone else. Um, that's kind of one of my main goals in life. Is To kind of normalize porn stars and adult entertainers because, you know, even though we do what we do, we all love sex, but we just happen to do it on camera. So I want like the next generation. So when, you know, they do get into what we're doing, I want them to like also, you know, see us as people. And I think we're starting to get into that. Like people are like finally accepting us as people. And, you know, we're getting all these brand deals and sponsorships. Um, We're finally getting, over that um, stereotype or that, uh, you—I think you said it earlier—just mis misconstructions of us.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we have never lived in a time where it was possible. Yeah. I mean, I cannot imagine what would have needed to happen for a professional soccer player and a porn star to have a conversation on a podcast. Like that wouldn't just doesn't happen. Like that would never happen. So we live in this weird world now where we can have a long form conversation and people who would never like see this conversation ever get a chance to just see like how these two people would interact. And it's like, I I go through the same things that you do just in a different stereotype. Like people, you know what the thing is for professional uh, athletes. Like we're dumb. We don't care about intellectual stuff. We don't read, Uh, you know, they'll just go down the list. Like it's, it's all the same stuff. And so part of our journey as well is to like branch out. That's why we have Golurimi languages where we speak languages. That's why we have a podcast where we can just have people, cool people on to talk and to learn and your experience and your whole life experience. I have no understanding of that whatsoever. So everything that you say, when I go back to listen to this, it's going to be like, all right, that's a viewpoint on life that I could never have even imagined to, yeah. to have. And so that that's our goal on the podcast is to just get that, you know? So mm-hmm. Awesome. We will link to all of your stuff right there on the side. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, then it's in the description box. If not, uh, it is in the show notes. Violet, this was awesome. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Guys, we will see you later. Peace.